Hi, and welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. This is a pre-roll, and I am your DM, Nathan. This message is a disclaimer to let you know that about an hour into this episode, there is a rather gruesome scene between a spider and one of the party members. So if you do not want to hear that scene play out, you might be able to guess what happens. But once you get to that part, you skip about three minutes ahead, you should be in the clear and you won't hit that uh, that scene there. Um, so again, just a disclaimer. I hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks. Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Nathan. With me today, we have Nicole. What's up? Emily. Hello. And Justin. Heyo. We are 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. At the end of every episode, I name a Village Idiot. And last week's Village Idiot was none other than yours truly, myself, me, I. That means I have to do the recap. From last week's episode i'm gonna tell you right now full disclosure it's been like a month since we recorded and i haven't listened to the episode so last week the party comprised of tora marques maxine monroe and pax had just finished slaying a hydra a an electric hydra in uh nicole's favorite place the enclave God, yeah, I forgot about that. They had to go into the shade and kill a Hydra to be allowed into the Order of Alteration. They gained their entry by slaying this Hydra. They got their Shade Rippers. They attuned to them, and they got their cloaks, and they were given free reign to kind of walk around the Enclave and see what was going on. So they talked to a few people. They kind of looked around, saw what was happening. It was so close to being a shopping episode, but it wasn't. It was, ba- it was more of a tourism episode than a shopping episode. Tourism? Tourism. Well, we're on a lorry, so that doesn't work. Hey. Oh. <laughs> the party had went to the, the local tavern in the Enclave, and they found a job board. And on that job board was a job to slay a spider in the eastern region of Fellows which sounds suspiciously like the job that they thwarted (laughs) the tabaxi from completing that sent them here to the Enclave. So, they now have that job. Actually, Tora has the job. The job itself is kind of stored in the Shade Ripper. So it seems like when someone, a member of the Order of Alteration, picks up a job, that, that job is kind of tracked in their Shade Ripper in the pommel. You can see a little light darting around inside. So, that is where we ended last week's episode, and now we find everyone in the Enclave. But before we do that, everyone, uh, say who you're playing. Nicole. I play Tora. She's a druid. Human druid. A human druid. Emily. I play Marques Maxine Monroe, and I am a third-level bard and a sixth-level rogue. Human. 
Justin. I am Pax. I am a deep elf bounty hunter war domain cleric, and I'm level eight, and that's it. Yes. Excellent. Good. This is everyone. This is the party. So, you've just picked up a job. Tori, you've got it stored in the hilt of your dagger. At the end of last episode, you also talked about uh, maybe coming clean with the silver mantle that you kind of forgot about for a while there. Ghosted. Yeah, yeah, you ghosted on Rargini, the, you know, basically a lawyer. Nail it. Who literally only got us out of jail because we agreed to do this. Yep. So, you all have your Order of Alteration disguises, you've got your Shade Rippers, you've got your other gear. What would you all like to do? You're still in the Enclave. Do we go do this job? I suppose. Or, like, our version of the job, the job that we were supposed to do. I'm gonna vote that we go talk to Rogini first and be like, this is what had went down, this is what we had discussed. Is there, like... This is all the information we found on this thing. We've accidentally infiltrated. Would you want us to continue this plan or do you want us to do a new plan since we are now like more valuable, I guess? So I say we find the silver mantle and confess (laughs) and tell them everything that we've done so far. Or at least make it seem like we couldn't actually carry out that job because somebody else got in our way and we had to... Yeah, yeah, that's going to be the story. We were totally we were totally going to kill the spider. Like, just watch out. But then this other person just showed the fuck up and we were like, get out. And then we followed them. And now we went down this rabbit hole. And now here we are. You're welcome. Did she say the words kill the spider or did she give us that box to trap it? She wanted you to trap her. the spider. And then yeah. take it somewhere and kill it and leave the knife. Correct. Okay. Someone roll me an intelligence check. Mmm, I see a a whopping plus zero from uh, (laughs) the Marquess over here. Okay, so I rolled 16, but what's my intelligence? Do I have to roll one too? 18. You know what? Yeah, I want everyone to roll one. No. I got a 10. I want to know what everyone thinks. You got a 10, Pax? Yep. I got a big bad five. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Marquess Maxine, you think, now that you're, you're thinking about everything and... The silver mantle, and she wanted us to, like, take it somewhere else and kill it there, but that's just dumb. She's an idiot. That's what you think. <laughs> that's not what Emily thinks. I hate that. <laughs> uh, that's what the, the Marquess thinks, though. <sighs> uh, Pax, you feel like the silver mantle, Rargini, the dwarf, you think she's not telling you the whole story? And that maybe she's got some sort of ulterior motive. And Tora, with all the knowledge that you now have with seeing the Order of Alteration, seeing what Rargini wants to do and everything, you feel like Rargini doesn't have enough information to make a good, solid decision and that her plan is flawed because she doesn't have enough information. I'm smart. (laughs) <laughs> wow, I'm really smart. <laughs> you know, I'm like, God damn it. So how do you all uh, talk to each other about all that? I imagine you're walking out of the Enclave. You're walking down that long corridor, maybe. Remember, it's like hundreds of feet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I say, hey, friends, we should go talk to that lady and tell her all that we know because it seems like her plan was kind of meh because she didn't know, maybe she doesn't know exactly what's behind it. Um, clearly she can't take care of, uh, important information, just like she can't take care of her roots. So I don't think that we should tell her anything. Shade. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> but she told us one story and I feel like she wanted to not like entrap the wraith, but I think she had something else planned, but she didn't tell us the whole story. So why would we go to her and... And tell her all this. Because I don't think she knows the full story. But she already deceived us once. I don't think she deceived us. I think she just stupid. <laughs> I think she just thought that that was the plan to trap. That was the best plan that she could come up with. Maybe she doesn't have all the information. And if she did have the information that we have. She'd be able to get her crayons and draw up a better plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Tor won me over. Let's go talk to her. It's better to not have her on our backs anyway. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying, if she told us one story and she wants something else to happen, I don't think she's going to take it very well. Well, then we'll kill her. Let's go. <laughs> that was a very Drew thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I forget sometimes. <laughs> That's old Drew speaking. Not new Drew. Current Emily speaking, I think. <laughs> uh, so you continue along this long corridor and you get to the tower in the actual world. You open up a shade pocket and you step on through. Into the shade, you see the ruined tower. I'm going to say you all make your way up and over and then you surreptitiously make another shade tear and step through. To the other side. You are back in the party district of Lux, in the Halls of Indulgence. You hear some rockin' hurdy-gurdy music. Some real, uh, D and H. Drummin' hurdy-gurdy. Not drummin' bass. I'm sure there's three people out there laughing. Good job. Uh, I'm leaving that silence in. (laughs) Good. Good. Yeah, there's a bunch of drunk people all around you. It is... You look up at the sun and it's like, since you haven't seen the sun in so long, you didn't know what time it was. It's like 11 in the morning. Lux knows how to get down. (laughs) So how are you all planning on getting over to where you met with the Silver Mantle last? Is that Gizmoboro? In Gizmoboro, yeah. I would like to hire one of your finest carts, please. (laughs) That's my catchphrase. Okay, you find... uh, semi-sober carriage master nearby. Gizmo Boro, okay, let's go. Come on. They don't even talk about price or anything. They just say, come on. Excuse me, are there snacks? They go, they, they tap their, their hands on the cart and they go, come on. <laughs> come on, let's go. Get on. Okay. Come on. I look at the rest and I'm like, I think this is the best we're going to get. It's 11 in Lux. We're, we're not doing anything until at least 10 a.m. tomorrow. You got about an hour window. 
You're ruining the audio. You've got like an hour window in Lux to get a sober driver and we've missed that. So we should just take this. It's as good as we're going to get. Hey, you all are real spooky. Thank you. Mm. I'm not Droop. That's the first <laughs> time I've been called spooky. Yeah, those hoods really do it. Um, I can't see your faces, so I don't know who you are. Um, anyway, I trust you. Come on, let's go. I am no one. I know one. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm living out my Arya fantasy. My name is not important. Bye. Your Odysseus fantasy. Get it? From the Odyssey. Yeah, and there's my three people laughing. You hear them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You get in the cart, the uh, cart driver continues to drink their wine straight from the bottle, uh, like a pirate, and they take you to Gizmoboro. It's... I want to say that Maxine has, like, is there, like, a window between the carriage bit and where the fr- and the front bit? It is not a nice carriage. It doesn't matter. Like, is there, like, <laughs> can I see him? Is there a partition? <laughs> yeah. Is there, like, a, a little cutout? It is an open carriage. So mm-hmm. everyone can see you, and you can see the driver mm-hmm. just fine. So no, there's no partition. That's fine. I'm going to say I'm like leaning forward, and Maxine is absolutely bumming drinks off of this guy and giving him gold in return. Okay, okay, okay. I'll take it out of your, your gold count. Okay. Which is what exactly? <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> it's reasonable versus infinite. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere between there. Yep. So the carriage ride takes the better part of the day. You're getting into Gizmoboro uh, near the Grotty Tower just around nighttime. You go up through Lux. There's You're right up against the cliffs of the archives. And you come down into Gizmoboro and you ride through the windy, twisty streets of Gizmoboro with all the artificers and uh, the folk who... You know, are working on new inventions. You hear various bangs and bumps and all that type of stuff. But right around dusk, you make it to the Grotty Tower, which is where you met with the Silver Mantle a few days ago. Okay, let's go in and no fire, please. (laughs) This time, no fire. Do they do they have our pictures up? Like, do not let these people enter. No, they don't. It seems like uh, the Silver Mantle was good on her word and didn't put out any uh, wanted or That happened anything. one time. <laughs> one time is enough. <laughs> so, you head into the uh, the correct checkpoint. You see one of the Copper Mantles at the desk, the clerk. They ask, what you're there for? What are you here for? How can I help you? We are here to see a Silver Mantle. Her name is, and I turn around and I look at Tora. <laughs> Ron Genie? Is that how you say it? I turn back around. Ron Genie. Rar Genie? I don't remember. <laughs> I, I hold my hand up for like the height of, of a dwarf and I'm like, about yay tall, bad hair. You know. You know <gasps> who I'm talking about. Ouch. <laughs> you are aware that the... Silver mantles don't work out of Grotty Tower checkpoints, correct? Yes, I need to find her. How do I find her? Ron Genie? Ron Genie. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Rar Genie? Hold on. I'll... Hold on. I'll be right back. The copper mantle leaves the the clerk's desk and leaves you there, waiting. 
a line forms behind you of other people uh, there for something. The copper mantle comes back uh, with one of their uh, associates, let's say. It's another copper mantle. Um, so I was just uh, talking with Yin here, and they said that they don't know any Ron genie, but there's a Rar genie who sometimes comes around here. Is that who you're talking about? A dwarf? Yes, yes, dwarf, yes. Yeah, so she, uh, her offices are across the way a little bit. It, it's close to the Veiled City entrance, but it, it's it's right down just a few blocks to the west. Right, Yin? And she turns and looks at Yin, who is a gnome. Yeah, that's right. Couple blocks west. Uh, actually, it's going to be about eight blocks. Not a couple. That's only two, so eight blocks. Four couple. Four couple blocks. That way, west. Is, is okay? his name Yang? Yin. No, no the other Yin. guy. You, no, name you don't Yang. know the name of that one. You didn't ask the name of the couple. Fine. That was my three people laughing. <laughs> we all get one this episode. <laughs> all right, you got to work on it. That's pretty funny. Okay, so we follow the directions, I guess. Okay, you get your way. You get your, your, your feet under you. You head four couple blocks, and you see a, a stately-looking building that has the symbol for the uh, silver mantles, uh, which is the same as the copper mantles, except it's silver this time. It's a, a diamond shape with it. It's a stylized mantle in a circle. And it is silver right on the door. You see on a plaque nearby that it says Rargini. <laughs> okay. Do we like knock on the door? Like go in? What's up? I don't know. What do you do? I'm going to knock on the door. <laughs> okay. You knock on the door. After a few moments, a human answers. Opens the door, they look like they're dressed... They're, they're not dressed like a silver mantle, but they're dressed professionally, let's say. And they say, Yes? <laughs> How may I help you? Hi. We are looking for... And she pauses, and she looks at the sign on the outside of the door. Because <laughs> Maxie never remembers her name. And says, Rargini. <laughs> the... like, in, like, the worst accent. The human looks at you, you assume this is the butler, looks at you and says, well, obviously you found her. I assume you can read. You'd think we could all read, right? And I look at Tora. <laughs> I, oh man. <laughs> what? I step up and I go, we would like to meet with her, please. Do you have an appointment? We might as well. She knows us. Hmm. Yes, and who might I say is calling for her? The Spider Three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What else do we call ourselves? I don't know. Um, We're from the Spider Humane Association. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going with it again. We're yes. from the SHA. We are here to talk to her about a case she's working. I'm missing spiders. Not sure that the Spider Humane Association sends individuals of such surreptitious persuasion. The you all are still wearing your hoods. Ah, I mean, I guess it's okay. If we take them. Like, who's gonna say anything to us right now? We're just weird. Now we're not in the enclave, so I'm gonna take my hood down. 
And I'm going to be like, so sorry, it's this sun. Terrible for the skin. You know. I'm quite sure I don't. And, and I look at him for a second and I go, oh yeah, you're right. Obviously. <laughs> the Spider-Humane Association then. Yes, okay. Well, wait right here. And they close the door in your face. Incredibly rude. You wait for a good, like, ten minutes. Oh my god, Maxine would have left. You can't say it's been ten minutes. It's been... Five. It's been ten minutes. Good god. A full ten minutes. And the uh, the human butler opens the door and says, Come inside. I, like, storm inside. I'm very upset. Well, I never. <laughs> she does not like waiting. Rargini is finishing up an appointment right now, so if you please, you can wait here in the parlor while she finishes her appointment. Oh, are we allowed to wait here in the parlor? Perfect. Thank yes. you. You are allowed to wait here. Please have a seat. <laughs> This is clearly a no-nonsense butler. Mm-hmm. Like, you get that he hears your sarcasm, and he just doesn't care. He just doesn't. He doesn't get paid enough for this. <laughs> but he does that's, not. That's above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah. For a silver mantle, he doesn't get paid a living wage? Hmm. He gets paid a living wage, but, I mean, no one gets paid enough to deal with shitty customers. Maxine, in particular. She's a definite <laughs> Karen. Yeah. No one gets paid enough for that, period. Mm. So you actually end up waiting a full hour in the parlor for Rargini to be finished with her appointment. You uh, hear some doors open and close, and after the hour has elapsed, the butler comes back in and says, Rargini will see you now, this way. Oh, I'm sorry, are you talking to us? I just haven't heard a human voice in so long. He opens the door and waits for you to walk through it. I storm through it. Very upset. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, he leads you through to uh, Rargini's office and you see the the dwarven silver mantle that you had uh, spoken with probably about seven days ago at this point. Well, well, well. Look who uh, is here now. From your lateness, I would have assumed that I sent you all the way to add his bounty, not to Fellows, which is just stone's throw away from here. I assume that you finished your uh, the mission that I sent you on uh, instead of locking you up? Listen here, Ron Genie. We have traveled too far and figured out too much stuff to be kept waiting for one hour and ten minutes. I will be writing a hefty review on Svelte.com, I've decided, exists. And you will be lucky to have any customers from Lux ever again. I am a big name. Do you know who I am? It's monogrammed on everything. Do you have the containment field? We have way better than that. And I point at Pax and I'm like, tell him. <laughs> I take my hood down and I look horrified at what she just said. What she means to say is that we have some information now that you might be interested in listening to. She waves her hands in the air. Do you have the containment field with the spider that I need to frame the wraith? 
Yes or no? That's what I'm. That's what I'm telling you. Yes or no? It's not a yes, yes or, or no, no question. <gasps> yes or no? <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Or no? It sounds like a no, and that sounds it's like not a no. A prison sentence. You know what it sounds like is we have information that you would find very beneficial to your cause. Well, how about this? You all three have a seat, and we'll see how that information plays out. Because if it doesn't play out right, I'm going to have... I didn't think of a name for the butler. (laughs) Ralph. No. I really want to call him Jeeves, but I can't call him Jeeves because that's so overplayed. I was going to say Jeeves. <laughs> maybe his name is Sonny because of his disposition. Nah, it's too on the nose. There's Justin's. <laughs> his name is Jeeves. Jeeves. <laughs> Jeeves. Weeges. <laughs> Why did you call him Weeges? Switch. Weeges. What about Reeves? His name is Reeves. Because it sounds like Jeeves, but it's not Jeeves, it's Reeves. Mm. It's Jeeves, but it, with a G. <laughs> mm. Pick a name. It's not that serious. Mm. <laughs> How's about this? You three sit down and give me the information you have, or I will have Jeeves <laughs> call the coppers and take you right back where I found you. So I, at this point, I've just, like, I'm fed up of all this, like, squabbling back and forth. So I whip out the knife, the shade ripper that I have, and I slam it down on her desk and I say, okay, enough! Oh, so it's going to be like this. Ah, okay. Uh, she presses a button. She thinks you're trying to kill her! Um... No, I don't mean, I just mean, like, I put it palm down and I say, okay, enough, we have information. She's showing her the knife. There's a way to do it that isn't shitty, Nathan. You I, know that. No, I know. But she's still taking it shitty. I see her going to press the button, and I say, bup, 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 bup. And I'm like, listen. Her finger listen. is hovering over the, the, the magic rune button that you assume is that contacts Jeeves. Be quick about it. And I say, look at what I have. Yes, it's a knife. Very good. Um, I have one of those as well. How do you have one of those? If you recall, I wanted you all to have the spider brought here so that we could kill it and plant the knife and frame the wraith. I pull out my knife and I show it to her as well. And I look to Maxine to take out her knife and to show it to her as well. Maxine. Ah, Very nice. We all have knives. Great. Thank you. Someone explain to her what's going on, I swear to God. Like, the wraith is- wraith isn't, like, a thing. I'm sorry, what? It's like an organization. It's not just one person. She looks at you with great skepticism. What do you mean that it's not a person? We have reports of this individual, the wraith, who I'm not going to divulge the information to you of who I believe that they are, because obviously you all can't follow orders, and I should have known that. That's why I sent you on such a simple task of getting the spider and bringing it back. Oh my god, so can that you I shut could trust up? you. 
you do not have to tell us what information you know, because we'll tell you the information we know, and therefore you won't lock us up. So basically, we infiltrated a secret society that the Wraith doesn't exist, technically. We infiltrated the secret society, and because our mission went to shit, for the most part, we followed this tabaxi into the, into the secret society. We have our in there, and I point to my robes and the Shade Ripper, and I go, interested yet? It's not just one person. It's a whole entire shadow organization. And, and where exactly is this shadow organization? What is their name? Who is part of this shadow organization? I need more information. That's the thing. So we don't know anyone's actual names. That's not, the Wraith isn't like a, per, a real person. That's not what they, who they are. Everyone, ch- everyone changes their names. It's basically, the Wraith is not one person. Everyone, collectively, is the Wraith. So I could be the Wraith. You could be the Wraith. If you join this organization and then you do something for, that this organization needs done, you are gifted one of these, and I held I hold up the thing, and I'm like, it's called a Shade Ripper, and we use it to get through from one place to another. And I say we because we somehow have infiltrated this organization, so we are part of it. We got this, and I pull out the um, the spider ad, and I put it down, and I'm like, this is the, whoever put this ad up in the uh, headquarters. They are the ones who is doing this and who's behind it. And if we can say that we're going to, if we take this job, we can lead you directly to that person. A, you keep saying this organization, this place. You haven't said what this, what the name of this thing is. So I'm inclined to disbelieve you. B, you say the headquarters, this and that. Where even is this place? You haven't even mentioned where this is. It's in Lux. It's underneath the lore keeper where is that place the archives but it's underneath the archives it's like this big huge underground city the only way you can get there is by using one of these knives knives and i I like pull up my hood and i'm like everyone wears these and i pull it like completely over and i'm like you can't see anybody no one uses anyone's names everyone goes by the something so like what was my what was my name i turn around what was my name (laughs) i forgot mine too i'm the beetle okay i was like so we all took names wait are you i'm the fifth beetle yeah that's oh yeah (laughs) i was like we have the beetle I think I'm the tiger, obviously. Yeah, that's right. The tiger. Oh, you are Mrs. Peacock. That's right. And I was like, and I'm Mrs. Peacock. Well, the peacock, but I like to call myself Mrs. Peacock. You get it. Um, so the problem is <laughs> we don't know anyone's actual names. So we couldn't just grab somebody and come back and be like, we know who it is. So we waited and we let them get us into the secret society, which, by the way, in order to do, you have to go to the shade and you have to fight this thing. That keeps growing multiple heads. Do I know the name of it? Side? A hydra. No, a sidebar. Does does Maxine know? She would probably know what a hydra okay. is. In order to get into the secret organization, you have to fight a hydra? Which was insane. And we did perfectly, by the way. 
So we, of course, got into the secret organization, but, and so we each took our, our animal names and we thought we could just find out who it is, but that's not how this works. So we are coming to you to tell you where we are in this whole thing and to let you know that we can make contact with the person who's doing this and we can continue to do whatever plan you want to do with this newfound information. And it's called the Order of Alteration. Yes, is the name. Order of Alteration. Mm-hmm. But the specific, the place, the headquarters is called the Enclave, which sounds like it's from something, but it's not. <laughs> it is. I won't give up. So let me get this straight. You probably won't, but go ahead. You are telling me that there is a secret society called the Order of Alteration. Mm-hmm. Who no one knows each other's names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They call each other bugs and birds and animals. Mm-hmm. It's underneath the archives. Mm-hmm. They give you knives. Magic knives. Magic knives, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And they give you odd jobs to do, killing pests. Mm-hmm. And you expect me to believe that this, she uses air quotes, secret society has gone unnoticed for some determinate amount of time. And it's just a secret society of exterminators? No, it's basically thieves. <laughs> basically anyone who uh, dabbles in the black market, anyone who's on the lookout to uh, make some extra coin by doing some uh, not-so-kosher stuff. Yeah, this is where they meet. And first of all, I'm going to bring you two points here, lady. First of all, why the fuck would we have come back here if we didn't, if none of this was real? Why would we just make all this stuff up and come back to Gizmonboro when we were in the free and clear? We could have just left. But instead, I've got an empath here who won't let us kill a spider. And so we had to connect with the spiders and learn about the spiders and talk to the spiders, which led us down this crazy rabbit hole. And I, we brought it back to you so you, we could, you could help us finish it. And now you're telling us we're liars, which is garbage. And second point, is this really the craziest shit you've heard to come out of Lux? Because let me tell you, there has been multiple secret societies. Ever heard of the Doofenpoofs? Yeah, they fucked you <laughs> up there for years. For years. And no one knew about them for like a century. Uh, I'm going to stop you right there. We know about the Doofenpoofs. <laughs> Are you laughing? Yes. <laughs> We have detailed records on the Doofenpoofs. They are not as, quote, secret as you think they are. Or they would like to think that they are. But they were for so long. That's what I'm saying. It's not the dumbest thing to come out of Lux. No, 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 no. They're not secret (laughs) to those who... Wait, I'm just... Where the fuck did that come from? What the actual fuck is a Doofenpoof? Okay, if you really want to know how I came up with it... It's Doofenshmirtz from... (laughs) From Phineas and Ferb? From Phineas and Ferb. (laughs) And it's the Whiffenpoofs from Gilmore Girls. (laughs) Oh my god! I can't! I thought of both of those names at the same time for no reason and said them together. But that's the best thing I've ever heard because as soon as you said Doofenpoof, that's where my (laughs) brain went. 
I was like, did she combine whiffin poops with doofin shorts? Like, and you yeah. did. Yeah. I don't what know why, fuck? but yes, that is what happened. That's what my brain does when I try to think of things. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is we have crazy nonsense going on in looks all the time. I should know. I'm married to one of the highest ranking members of said society. I'm pretty sure. Like, the last I saw him, everyone liked him a lot. So, like, I'm pretty sure he's pretty high up there. And but who is that? I, the Marquis Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm here now, and I am Marquess Maxine Monroe. I think I know the ins and outs of Lux. And even I didn't know about the, the Secret Society. Uh, so the Secret I have, Society under the archives. Yeah, so I, ha I would have no idea. Like... Of course it's full of, like, crazy people, like, who are getting together to do crimes. Uh, Why is that such a weird thing for you, considering you know that it's already happened before, hence, Doofenpoofs. The Doofenpoofs were not a large crime organization. We'll, we'll agree to disagree on that. Their file was nowhere near as large as the Baronies, uh, which everyone knows. How are you going to compare that to the Barony? Yeah, the Barony is like a whole thing. They just let crime happen there. That's different. That's all crime. Yeah, this is like a specific, like, tiny little box hiding out of crime. And we're over here being like, hey, here's a key to the little box of crime. You can open it and clean it all out. And you're like, mm, nah. Cool lawyer. We need probable cause. Hear me. I would just like to say something. Tora here. Yes, Tora. How? I'm sorry. How can I help you? LT Gray. As Maxine pointed out. This isn't really something that we could just make up. Especially me. Because, like, I don't know what the heck's going on at any time. Because, like, I've never been in real society before. So, I don't have that big of imagination. <laughs> um, I just got dragged into all this. Like, I just wanted to see more of the world. And I've seen a lot of the world now. And I didn't even know that secret societies were a thing, but now I'm a part of one, and they gave me a hood and a knife, and they told me to call myself the tiger. So, I just want to point that out. <laughs> I'm going to point at Tora and be like, why would she lie? She can't. That's all fine and well. However, I am a very well-renowned bounty hunter from my guild. I swear upon the sanctity of my guild that we are telling the truth. Ah, well, lucky for, lucky for you, we don't have to swear on the sanctity of guilds or anything like that. You know, I'm quite an experienced uh, magical user as well as lawyer, and uh, I can solve these problems like this. And she snaps her fingers and casts Zone of Truth. That's right, truth it up, baby. I got yeah. nothing to hide. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I'll find out my husband's name. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone make a charisma saving throw for me, please. Can't we choose to not? Yeah, we could just <laughs> let her in, right? Uh, no, you have to make the charisma save anyway. Okay, I got a 21. I got a 12. I crit myself. Uh, <laughs> that's fun. Um... <laughs> Pax failed his role. Maxine, you succeeded on your role. And Tora, you critically failed your role. So you just start 
spouting truths in general. Oh my god, it's like in Goonies when Chunk just starts crying and talking about like, and then there was the time that I went to the movie theater and I, yeah. I made all the sounds like I was throwing up. Ah! Ah! <laughs> yeah, Tora starts doing that. I just start confessing all sorts of random shit. <laughs> when Genie snaps her fingers, she gives a, a look at Maxine and says, I know that you've got an awfully strong will there, young lady. So I won't be listening to you, but you, on the other hand, what was it you were saying again about the sanctity of your your bounty hunter guild and everything? That I swear upon the sanctity and professionalism of my bounty hunter guild that I am telling nothing but the truth here. Ah, yes. So, excellent. You are telling the truth. So, again, from the top. Oh, hold on. She is also in the zone of truth. She also failed her role (laughs) against herself. I'm the only one who can lie. Fuck y'all. So, you found a secret society under the archives. True or false? True. Hmm. At least you believe it's true. Okay. <laughs> you all are given these magical daggers. They're, that's part of the society. True. Okay. Um, Why don't I just tell you everything all over again? <laughs> that would be great. But first, before you get into that, what do these daggers do? What makes them magical? Yeah, so they let us rip into something they call the space between, which allows you to travel from one place to another place undetected in a kind of like a parallel dimension. When you say that, her face softens and she's um, she seems to be taking you a little more seriously now. Okay, so let's hear it all again. You... Say everything again in the zone of truth now. And she sits back in her chair and she lets the zone fade. Okay. It seems that I was mistaken. What? (laughs) Listen to me, young lady. I'm not here to be patronized to or taken for a fool. I was doing what the best that I could with the information I was given. I still asked you to go get a spider for me in this containment field, which you all failed to do. Yeah, because we met someone from... We were intercepted. I don't care if you were intercepted. You still traveled all the way to Lux without consulting myself, who I was in some ways your employer, some ways not. However, I was at least your quest giver. I don't see an exclamation point over your head. (laughs) Well, it's a question mark now, isn't it? (laughs) And guess what, Missy? There are multiple question marks now. She doesn't say that. It's a three-part quest. So here's what I would like you to do now. To avoid being thrown back into a Grotty Tower jail... I need you to continue these quests and gain more clout with this order of alteration. I need you to try and uncover as much information as you can. See if there's anyone who you say everyone has their own names. See if there's anyone who is called the Wraith. Since you all were given individual names... It seems to me that there still could be someone who has chosen to have the name The Wraith. You said that the boss that you talked to was called The Sparrow, correct? 
if that's what we said. That's sure. what you said in the okay. whole thing. Right? Okay. If that was the boss that you met with, we need to find out if there are other bosses, perhaps. We need to exhaust all opportunities that there may be a, may or may not be a wraith among them. Understood? You didn't have to, like, threaten us with jail time. We were going to do it anyway. We came here to, like, get your help, man. Young lady. I am not threatening you. Feels like a threat. I'm promising you jail time. Oh, okay. <laughs> just saying, again, we were going to do it anyway. You're just being very aggressive about something that like, yeah. we're going to do anyway. Surely Jeez. you can understand my aggression after I didn't hear from you for several days after I asked you to complete a very simple task. I don't know. I thought you'd be a little bit more happy that we came back with way more than you even asked for. Yes, I'm thrilled that now I have to take out a secret society underneath the archives. Oh, so you would rather just not know that it exists and uh, let it keep festering under and have all this crime happen under your nose, like, and you don't know what's going on and you're left in the dark and you're not a very, like, you know, can't, can't really get in there. Do you think I'm a copper mantle or something? I'm not the one out on the streets. That's what I'm to... saying. You're a lawyer. You can't actually, like, do anything. Ah, yes. Uh, exactly. Good. Uh, come on. You, go, you all can leave. Go and kill your spider and get more information for me. Bop, 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 bop. I wave my finger. You're a magic user. Yes. How about some sending stones so we can update you? Some what? Sending stones so we can update you. Why would I... Okay, Grandma. I don't... No, I... I don't need a cell phone. I got a home phone. <laughs> Write me a letter. I'm, I'm sure I don't need sending stones, but in if you feel that you need to be held accountable... Not held accountable, but, you know, if we want to update you or we need your assistance in some way. You seem a little touchy when we don't... When we're not, you know adhering to whatever time frame you've set in your brain. So we feel like maybe we can check in with you this way. That way you're not worried about us, or, you know. It's not just about checking in. It's also about what if we need your assistance right in a moment so that we don't get discovered and you don't get discovered. Well, I'm sure you can understand that being the silver mantle that I am, I don't necessarily want to have connections with underground secret societies, which you three are members of. You know too much. Not really. We're fake members. You're a fake member, says the one who has attuned themselves to these shade rippers and wears the garb of this organization. For you, ungrateful. I did not ask you for that. Now did I? Yeah, we did it without even asking because we're good people. Oh my God. Like Maxine is like walking back and she's like, I should have never left Lux. All these people are ungrateful. You can't do a single good thing. All those, all those schmucks over in the other, the other, what's the other thing? Burrows. Nope. It's not the land, the home of indulgence. It's the, the halls of give your money away. Oh, the, um, it's the, the, the halls of indulgence and the hall of something else. All those schmucks over in the hall of give your money away, all they're doing is giving their money to people who don't even care, who are not grateful, and this is why you never do good things for people, but whatever, we'll go get your spider. And I, like, turn around. I'm very upset. She puts her hand, her, her, her fingers in a point on her forehead and says, You understand I don't want the spider now, right? Who cares? I want you to 
No, we have to kill the spiders so that we, we can get the other people. I, yeah, I understand. I want you to do the job for the Which is to kill the spider. Yes, I don't want I don't want it now. I said we're gonna go kill the spider. You said you were going to bring me the spider. I, didn't I don't say want bring you the spider. I so need to kill the spider. But I, now we have to kill the spider because that's what they requested. So if we want yeah. to infiltrate them, we have to kill the spider. Mm. You're just gonna have to look away, Tora. I don't know what else to say. I don't wanna. I I know you. Look, listen, sweetie. I know you don't want to. Are you nice to her? <laughs> oh, you're nice to her. She hasn't been verbally attacking her. <laughs> I know it's very hard. I mean, sometimes that zone of truth has that effect on people. It's okay. None of us were paying much attention to the things that you were saying. I mean, there are there's some things that it, it was hard to ignore. It got a little real there for a second. But listen, it's going to be okay. I'm sure your horrible friend here would be glad to kill a spider on your behalf. Ew. And rude. Justified. You all can leave. Oh, finally, we've been here for far too long. Yeah, all that waiting was great. All right, let's go. Yeah, we can get some water. So, like, as we're walking out, I kind of just want to be like, Hey, guys, can can I just, like, be the lookout if we're doing this? I I do turn around and I'm going to put my hand on Tora and and I genuinely say, I will not make you kill a spider. I promise. You do not have to do anything. I don't want to know anything. I don't want to know. I will do my best. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You can wait outside. Okay. We're just going to not talk about this ever again. And that's Maxine's growth moment. (laughs) Excellent. So, you all leave. Jeeves sees you out and says, have a nice evening. And I look at him and I say, you too. (laughs) (laughs) I laugh. Thinking that uh, Tora is trying to be an asshole, but I don't think she is. No, <laughs> I just think that's the way people talk. Yeah, I think you're mocking him, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so you leave. Do you want to head out for fellows right now? Back to the uh, spider silk factory, or are you sleepy and want to sleep? Probably sleep. Nicole is sleepy. <laughs> Little sleepy lady. He said that literally as I was yawning, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> you head to a tavern nearby and get a room for the night. You sup and you sleep. You wake up in the morning and you uh, head on out. Question? Yeah. Yeah. How are you getting there? Are you hiring another carriage there, uh, yep. Marques? Yep. All right. She you don't f- walk. All right. You find a pretty nice carriage. I mean, it's no Woober, but it's um, it, it's a it's a. It's a nice carriage. So you make your way down to the spider silk facility or factory, whatever you want to call it. And it takes not too long, a few hours. You're there by midday. And are you going in the same entrance that you went in before? What did the the let the letter say? The or not the letter, the the job posting. What did it say again? It said that the it said, kill the spider, and it had kill a big this. spider circled in red. Yeah. And it didn't. Yeah, well, <laughs> it gave you the, the location, and it's the same location of the as the, the previous spider silk factory that you went to. And it's in my knife, isn't it? Yes. So that means it has to be my knife that does it. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be your hand. No, I was just, well, I'm just clarifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So yeah. then I can give you guys my knife, right? Yeah. I'm also going to say right now, Maxine is not going to want to do that. So it's probably going to have to come down to Pax. Just heads up. Just heads up. She's not going to want to do it. <laughs> I want you to know this and make peace with that before we get there. And we shouldn't just go into the place. We should do it the way that the other people have done it and go in through the shade. Well, you yeah. guys go in through the shade. I don't, I, I want to be a lookout. Okay. So you're not going through the front door then? So here are our options. We can go and we can have Tora go in, in through the front. The same deal we had last time, you know, she's from the Humane Society, whatever. And so she's like just in the building and she can get to where the area we think, because we know which exact spider it is, right? Yes. Okay. So she can go like to that specific spider and like wait for us on the outer bit and then we can go in or she can stay on the outside of the building itself or she can stay on the back end of the ripped part. <laughs> so, when you say you're staying outside, what does that mean? It means I don't want to see anything. Well, I know, but... So whatever makes it so that I don't have to see shit. You would, There's ways you could not see it either way. So probably on the back end of the rip. Okay. Can we just, like, keep the rip... The rip stays open, right? Yeah, you have to... Uh, close it with Shade Ripper. Okay, got it. So we can uh, pull it open and then we can step through and you can stay on the outer bit of it. Yeah. I mean, it should do it in an area that I can easily protect and that's not easily spotted either, but still close enough that you guys don't have to go very far. Okay, sounds good. So you are all, you're going to open up a uh, a Shade Rip nearby the factory and then you are going to go into the Shade Make your way up to the... You're going to close up the rip behind you, the one that you enter. Mm -hmm. And then you will open up a new shade rip into the real world. Near enough to the spider enclosure that you can get to it, but Tora doesn't have to see anything. Mm -hmm. Make your way in. Kill it with Tora's knife. Mm -hmm. And then make your way out. Yep, that's the plan. Okay, so you open up. Well, well, hold on. Where exactly are you trying to open up this uh, shade pocket to get into the shade? Well, I would assume we find a place where there's not a bunch of people standing around. Uh, it's nighttime, right? Uh, no, it's daytime now. You slept. Uh, okay, it's daytime. Is there like woods next to the factory? Feels like a thing. Nope. Is there a big old rock? Is there any cover whatsoever? Is there a single tree? I'm going to let you, uh, all listeners, in on a little secret that uh, my players might not know. They are currently on the city continent of Alari. It's uh, cities everywhere. Big buildings everywhere. <clears throat> there are alleys and areas that could be shadowy nearby. So I would say we would duck into an alley. Okay. It seems relatively... Abandoned. Yes. Uh, in this area of Fellows, there are a good amount of abandoned alleys. This is more of an industrialized area of the borough. So you duck into an alley and open up that shade rip, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. It's uh, spooky. Uh, the alley looks even worse in the shade. 
what you can see of it, considering that it is dark AF here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you're currently in the shade. You see the factory mm -hmm. in front of you. You see that there are, you know, there are uh, cracks in the walls. It looks kind of dilapidated, just like the, the tower that you used to get into the Enclave from Lux was. The portion where it's <clears throat> basically an artificial cave for the spiders, since they do not like the light. In that portion of the warehouse, it is there are cracks and big uh, areas to get into that are not there in the real world. So we head over to the big cracks. I'm going to need everyone to make a strength check to climb the wall, unless you have some sort of tool that will help you. Like a ladder, or a pole, or a rope, or a grappling hook. Oh my god, grappling hook. Is there a... What's in the explorer's pack? There's probably rope in there, right? Yep, there's rope. Okay. 17. Okay, I've got thieves' tools. That's got to have a grappling hook, right? Nope. <laughs> These are like lock picks mm. and that kind of thing. I took something. Oh my god, I keep rolling nines. Oh my god, Chipotle's Chipotle's a lot. That's a... <laughs> I love oh. that kid. We've been watching a lot oh of vines recently. Oh Love that kid. That's a ten. You have to That's take a, a pack. I took a pack. I don't rep. You've got rope. Like a grappling hook specifically, you wouldn't. Have, okay, I unless have, you bought it. I have rope, so I'm gonna use that. Does that mean I can uh, that can help me roll better? Nope. Cool. It just means you have rope. Cool. I rolled a nine, plus zero. To do what? Climb the rope. <laughs> <laughs> you can't climb the rope that you haven't like. I don't know how there. climbing works, man. We used to like go rock climbing and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but that though. like you're pre-built in. I don't know. Um, Maxine would not have done that. You're that's fair. <laughs> Never in her life. No, I don't. I doubt she has like the right shoes for this right now. Well, but. how's about this? Tora sees the wall and is like, "Oh yeah, I can totally climb that," and starts climbing. As she's part of the way up, Maxine realizes that Tora's climbing and has rope. And I'll let you use that nine to try and throw the rope to her. Okay. I do it. You you throw the rope. And you kind of hit Tora in the back. Because you didn't yell, Hey, Tora, grab this rope. Okay. <laughs> and Pax does the same thing at almost the same time. But Tora has super fast reflexes and she catches it. Roll me a dexterity save. That's a nat 20. So Tora has uh, secured the rope up so that you all can try and climb it. Um, I'll say that you take the time and you, you eventually get up the ropes. Where exactly are you going to try and rip the shade? I mean, like the tabaxi did, right? Inside the enclosure. Well, the tabaxi did it inside the enclosure. You had talked about not wanting to see what was happening. Well, I don't, but... So you want to stay in the shade then? Yeah, yeah she's not I even going to come into the real world. She's just going to stay in the shade. So you want to stay in the shade, but not in a way that you can, like, see through the shade rip. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you remember looking through the shade rips, it's like looking through, um, like, if you had an opaque shower curtain or something and you ripped into it, the only way you could see through it is if you looked through the rip. Not. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of stand with, like, my back to it, like, a couple feet away, and I'm going to plug my fingers over my... 
plug my hands over my ears and go, la, 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 la. All right. <laughs> nice. So no speak with animals on uh, tourism. No. God, no. No way. Do you all have your hoods up? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you all are now on the, the second floor, which is the appropriate floor. Mm-hmm. It is desolate. It's kind of eerie seeing this floor of the factory that you had seen in some capacity in the real world. I mean, for the humans, it was a little harder to see, obviously. But um, everything is kind of dilapidated. There's this weird, sickly ooze on the walls. There are various fungi and weird-looking plants all around. So you get to the enclosure that you remember it's the first one in the row. And you rip the shade. Who's who's ripping the shade? Who's shade ripper? You hold Tora's knife. I will rip the shade open. So you just go in, do the thing, and come back. Yeah. You open up the, the shade rip. Pax steps through. You see the broodmother there. It looks like the same one. It is visibly agitated. What? I don't like this. <laughs> oh, no, I don't like this. Don't like this. I hate this. I it, hate this. It is visibly agitated, and it seems to be trying to get away from you. As it's moving, you can see that it still has the spiderlings clutched to its underside. Maxine, you can see this happening as well. The broodmother hisses at you, and it's continuing to try and back away. Damn. Oh, no. It looks like it's trying to stay as far away from you as possible. So as you get closer, it kind of moves in a way that it's moving towards a corner and trying to get away. The spider starts stabbing towards you with one of its legs, one of its four legs. It's not like trying to attack, it looks like. It looks like it's trying to, like, bat your arms Stop! away. Stop! You're making this so much worse. And we have no way out of it. So, like, you suck. I guess just stab the spider so we can get it over with. Nicole, take your headphone off. <laughs> I... I lunge at the spider at the head and I stab it. You lance out at the spider with Tor's Shade Ripper. You drive the knife deep into its head through the carapace. The dagger is now implanted solidly in the broodmother's head. As you strike, the broodmother lets out a kind of a screech hiss scream and it barrels into you, pushing you through the shade rip. And it gets itself through the shade rip as well. It pushes past Maxine and starts skittering down the hallway, doing its screeching scream as it goes. It runs all the way to the south end of the warehouse, and the scream trails into the distance as it runs off with Tora's Shade Ripper. Well, that didn't go very well for anyone involved. What would you like to do? Stop playing this game. 
Okay, so hey, Nicole, fun fact. Uh, Tora, as you were <laughs> waiting on the other side of the shade rip, you all of a sudden heard a screech, scream, hiss sound. And once you hear that, because you're, you can't really see in the shade because you're human, a few seconds after you hear that, you hear it, it getting louder. And then you see the broodmother run past you into the shade. <laughs> Nicole. Uh, it, it looks like it's running out of this building. I turn and I'm like, does that count? <laughs> we don't have the shade ripper. It took it with it. I mean, they have a lot of those. Wait, what? It took my knife? Yeah. What? It's still implanted in its head and it's just running around with your knife now. But, like, that should be enough, right? Well, I feel like we gotta go after it. You Do what? Do we kill it? You hear the screeching and screaming in the distance. And it kind of trails off. You stabbed it in the head and it's not dead? I don't want to talk about that. Do we go kill it or do we just leave it here? Like, what the fuck? I mean, this is the worst thing we've ever done. This is terrible. The job's not going to be complete until it's dead by the knife. Isn't that how it works? I don't know. I'm hoping. Oh, this is fine. It's gone from the realm. Remember that when you pulled the job down from the board and. The job magically went into the pommel of the dagger. Mm-hmm. You imagine that you have to turn in the job with the same Shade Ripper that accepted the job. Well, shit. Okay, let's go. All right, let's follow it. This is the worst thing we've ever done to us, and I absolutely hate it. Moving no, on. This, this is definitely Curse of Strahd ghost children bad. Yeah, this is yeah. This is actively hurting feelings. A, it's a spider. Does it doesn't matter. I you love are, spiders. They're I like, like spiders too and we are we've we've talked to this like spider. This listen, is not just like a spider. Like you, we've talked to it. You it's sentient. You could have taken any job on that job board. Y'all took the spider one. Uh I thought What? I I thought it was your because I just said I picked it up. You said there was a spider one, and we grabbed the spider one, and the whole point is so that when we turn this in, we can find out who the wraith is, who's killing all the spiders. The whole point is that we kill this one spider, and then we stop a bunch of other spiders from being killed. Correct. Yes, that's the point. What do you mean we could have taken any job? We couldn't have. We had to take this one so that we can find out who's doing it. Yep. That's the whole point. Stop trying to paint this like we could do anything else. Like, I see your railroad tracks. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to end the episode this week <laughs> no um, anyway let's go let's go find this fu- let's get this arc over with because I am so done with it <laughs> find the fucking spider I go down the hallway you go down to the end of the the warehouse you look out over the um, the shade that is this part of fellows You see the spider down on the ground now, near the alley where you ripped the shade. And you see it, it looks like it's searching for something. And you can see that the dagger is on the ground. You can see the light of the pommel. Okay, I want to 
reach the dagger. Your ropes are fortunately still secured. And you uh, make your way down to the ground level. Are you all going or just Maxine? No, all of us. You all make your way down to the ground and you see the dagger sitting there on the floor. You pick it up, I guess, Tora, or mm-hmm. is Maxine getting it? I'm picking it up, unless Tora wants to pick it up. No. I pick it up. You can hear the scream hiss of the spider down the street a ways. And as you, I'm assuming that you're running towards it. Mm-hmm. You all are running through the shade towards the sounds of the spider. And as you make a turn, you hear a sizzle as you see the spider collides with something in the shade. It looks like it's some sort of mushroom that's native to the shade. As it collides with it, you hear this sizzle. And everyone make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Uh, these things again? Oh, good. 16. Uh, still gonna give me a solid 9. 17. That's a 16 and a 17 from Tor and Pax. Yep. As you turn this corner, the Broodmother has struck this mushroom in the shade. As it strikes it, you hear the sizzle and there's a flash of lightning that lances out down the alley towards you as it strikes it. Maxine is hit dead on with it. She just eats shit. She just eats (laughs) shit. Um, (laughs) Right there. Yeah. It's high amp, but low watt. uh, Or whatever one is the one where it looks bad, but it doesn't hurt a lot. I'm not a scientist. You take five points of damage. Okay. And... Because of their proximity to Maxine, Pax and Tora take half as much. So you take two damage. But as the lightning hits the broodmother, you see that it is consumed with this lightning. And it kind of falls to the ground. And you see the lightning is kind of coursing its way through the, the broodmother as it's laying there on the ground. Okay, I'm going to go over there and stab it with this knife then. Hope that works. I hope I don't know what else to do. <laughs> to break Tora like... immediately turns around and covers her ears and starts singing her favorite Ada's Bounty working song. I don't fucking know. Ada's Bounty working song. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, as you go to take the knife, the Shade Ripper, to the Broodmother... You see that its legs are still moving. It's kind of trying to get up, it looks like. Mm -hmm. You take the knife in a a backward, like an ice pick hold. Yeah. And you bring it up above you. Mm -hmm. And as you bring it down, the broodmother vanishes. (gasps) And that's where we're going to end the episode. Fuck off. You made us do all of this shit so that we would have to kill this spider. We finally do it. And you're like, no. We're going to just make this as terrible as I possibly can for you. So as it vanishes, it doesn't just vanish. There's a there's a sound that accompanies it when it vanishes. It's kind of like a yell and a thunderclap put together. Mm-hmm. So it's a yell, thunderclap, and then a vanish. Mm-hmm. 
and the Shade Ripper rips through the air and fails to connect. Cool. Y'all, wait. Time out. I have a theory now. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when we first got to Intepa and an electric spider was attacking Intepa and we ran to it and fought it? And it, like, glitched? And it never, yeah, and it never actually, we didn't kill it, it just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what this is. Maybe that's what happened. It got, like, electrocuted and, like, made it so that it could vanish in and out of the shade. And that's the same spider that we fought when we were in, when we were in our other group in Entepa. Nate's kind of trying to look impassive. <laughs> yeah, he's like smiling-ish. <laughs> That's fair. Because like, what the fuck is an electric spider? I've never even heard of that shit. It's just a regular spider that we happened to turn into an electric spider because it got into the shade. Mm-hmm. Wow. Can confirm. Nicole's not the village idiot this week. Or sorry, Tora's not the village idiot this week. You've solved my puzzle. You were right. You were right. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. This is the same spider. It's the phase spider that you all fought in episode like 10 of the main podcast. Nice. So it's your fault that you had to fight this spider a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) Hate it. I love that. That's hilarious. You son of a bitch. It all matches up timeline wise because we were supposed to. Not supposed to, but we were planning on going to Intepa with the father, and this is about the same time that he would have gotten there. Mm-hmm. I weave my web. You are my little puppets. <laughs> you are my puppets. This is my world. That's hilarious. So, thank you all so much for tuning into the Village Idiots podcast. I had a great time DMing. I hope my players had a great time playing, and I hope that you, listener, had a great time listening. So, for the Village Idiot this week, um, you all played to your characters pretty well, and I can't really fault you for any of the things that you did this week. So, for having to be so heavy-handed with the railroading, it was a little heavy-handed. Let's admit it. (laughs) I was right. Let's? (laughs) Well, listen, this is what you've got to do when you are doing a campaign that is concurrent with the campaign, or semi-concurrent with the campaign that you're already running. You've got to, you've got to lay some guide rails, some tracks in there for everything. I just needed y'all to get back to the spider. Y'all can do your other stuff now. You can do your other stuff now. I this, just needed this to happen. The phase spider thing should have been resolved way earlier than this. This was something that I wanted to put in, and you all got the roundabout way of getting there, but we got there. This should have <laughs> like dicked around for so long. It, sh- it should have been the episode that you were supposed to fight the tabaxi and it was supposed to go through then, but then you all did this instead. And I was like, fuck, well, okay. <laughs> I guess there's a secret organization. <laughs> and then I had to come up with a secret order and now this is part of the world. <laughs> and there's an SHA. Now there's a Spider Humane Association. Thanks and now lot. there's the Doofenpoos. Don't and, forget. And the Doofenpoos <laughs> and the Liberate Arachnid Secret Society. I have I it all written down. I can't believe that this, all of that came from just the simple fact that we didn't follow ex- like what you wanted to happen. And we just went off on our own tangents and just fucking 
Yeah. We made you. It Because of that, it made you have to create this whole entire fucking underground society. Like, I can't. Yeah. So, you know, I don't feel so bad for making you all have some, like, will they, won't they, gray, moral, area, ambiguity, will I kill the spider, will I not kill the spider type thing. I don't feel bad. It was never bad. about that. <laughs> it was never about that. It was just about some cool thing I wanted to add into the main campaign with what, season 1.5. So here you go. Woo-boo! You shouldn't ever have made us have to kill. You knew that we were going to go out of our way as literally as long as it took. We did everything we possibly fucking could to not kill this spider. And you like forced us to do that's the only way i saw the railroad tracks because i was like there's no fucking way to not kill this spider and we have dicked around so long trying to not kill it that i'm just done that's we both had the same motives i didn't (laughs) want you all to kill it either yeah because you gave us the task which meant that we were gonna we were gonna find a a way around it's a story point i just needed you to get to it it and try to kill it we were never going. We were. Well, we no, weren't going look. to unless that was the last possible option. Behind the screens, in episode three or wherever, where you meet the Tabaxi, you're supposed to fight the Tabaxi, and the spider gets free. You weren't even supposed to attack the spider. You're supposed to attack the Tabaxi, but instead, you know what? No, we're going to knock him out and get info, and not even ask his name. <laughs> we did do that. <laughs> I'm going to hate myself for a week. Why is that? Thank you, Nathan. Listen, all that really matters is that the spider's alive. <laughs> yep. We didn't kill it. Kind of. We didn't kill well, it. Now we the just question is, it's... what happens to the you Shade me... Ripper? You made me stab it. We'll find it. out next week on the Village Idiots <laughs> podcast. I just needed to get a piece of it. Hey, uh, Nicole, we can continue this discourse on Twitter, right? Yes, we can. You can follow us on Twitter at Village Idiot Pod. Yeah, at me. Say who's the bad guy. <laughs> is it me or is it them? Okay, I'll at you. It's you. <laughs> Emily's literally doing that right now. <laughs> oh, you want me to call you out on Twitter? I can do that too. <laughs> uh, and if you want to follow me personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at JRoma20. I'm at Neurotic Good. At me at Village Idiots DM. And you can't at Jordan because he is both on paternity leave and not on social media. We also have a website, villageidiotspodcast.com. Lots of great stuff up there. My favorite thing is the link to our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Well, you're in luck because we have a Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights with Nathan and behind the screens. Listen to Nicole and I BS and What's What with Dilly and Dally, and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. If a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us, and new episodes come out every Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes, please stay tuned. Check in next week when we find out what happens. How do we resolve this thing with the spider and the the Shade Ripper? And hopefully we'll remember this episode. All of that. Until next week. um, bye. Bye! Bye!